وَلِلَّهِ And to Allah belongs. مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ Whatever that is in the skies, وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ And whatever that is in the earth. Completely and fully and perfectly in entirety, all of this belongs to who? Allah the Exalted. لِيَجْزِيَ So He may recompense. Lam over here is of consequence and this is connected with the previous ayah and this ayah that Allah knows who is rightly guided and who is astray and He will recompense people accordingly. Allah has created this world. He owns it, right? The skies and the earth. And consequently, لِيَجُزِيَ He will compensate, He will recompense الَّذِينَ asau Those who have done evil بِمَا عَمِلُوا According to their deeds. وَيَجْزِيَ And He will recompense الَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا Those who have done good. What will He recompense them with? بِالْحُسْنَى With the best reward. What is the message of these verses? Allah has not created the heavens and the earth in vain. There is a purpose behind all of this. You're not here aimlessly that you're born and you you develop and you grow and you do well and you do wrong and at the end you just turn into dust and khalas. That's the end of your story. No. Allah has created all of this for a purpose. There are consequences for your actions. He knows who is right and He knows who is wrong. And He will recompense each person accordingly. Notice two things over here. Firstly, الَّذِينَ asau. Those who have done evil, Allah will recompense them bima amilu according to their deeds, meaning according to their bad deeds. Punishment will be equal to what? Their bad deeds. But on the other hand, in contrast, those who have done ahsanu, their jaza' will be al-husna, most excellent. Because when it comes to reward, then Allah is most generous. Reward can never be acquired just by deeds. It's assigned, it's given by what? By Allah's favor. By Allah's favor. So this will be al-husna. Who are al-ladina ahsanu? Those who have done well. Who are they? What are their qualities? They are al-ladina, those who yajtanibuna, those who avoid kabair al-ismi. The major sins. Kabair, plural of the word, kabira. And what does kabira mean? Something that is major. Enormous. So, kaba'ir, major sins, atrocious crimes. And it refers to the major sins. What are they? How do we recognize major sins? Firstly, if they are described as major. Like for example, the Prophet ﷺ warned us against the destructive sins, such as shirk, zina, qatl, etc., etc., riba, these are destructive sins. Allah says, "Alladina yajtanibuna kabair al-ism." They avoid these destructive, these major sins. Another sign of major sins is that there is punishment for it, clear punishment for it, either in this world or the hereafter. Meaning, it's mentioned very clearly. Like, for example, dealing with riba is like waging war against Allah and His Messenger. Yamhaqullahu riba. Allah destroys riba. Or for certain sins, there are. Punishments. There are hudud. Remember Surah An-Nur? There are hudud. Surah Al-Ma'idah. There are punishments. Right? So those sins are major. Like theft and zina. Alright? So they avoid major sins. Wal-fawahish. And also the immoralities. They avoid them. Fawahish plural of fahisha. And as you know, fawahish refers to indecent sins. 
basically they fall in the category of major sins. Alright? However, they're mentioned separately to show how important it is to refrain from them. Fawahish refers to sins which are according to some of sexual nature, like zina. They avoid them. Illa lamam, except the lamam. Meaning, they do end up committing the lamam. Because they're human beings after all. This doesn't mean that, okay, these are sins that you cannot do and these are sins you can do, so whenever you get a chance, go ahead and commit these sins. No. Illa lamam means, except lamam meaning they happen. Alright? And lamam, lam mi meme, what does it mean? It is said that lamam refers to a small or tiny, minute amount of something. Small amount of something. So it refers to minor sins. Okay? When it comes to many sins, there are levels, major and then minor. Like for example, when it comes to zina, one is the act of zina. Then there's a zina of the eyes. Alright? Zina of the tongue, talking about it, looking at it, things that lead up to zina. So this is lamam, a lesser level. Alright? Others say that lama means to go near ma'asiyah. Muqaraba lishay. Lama means muqaraba lishay, to draw near something. So, lamam, what it means over here is that they do end up drawing very close to committing a sin, but that's it. They don't actually commit it. They turn away then. They're so close to it, but then they turn away. So close. Because as they draw close to it, what happens? Shaitan is urging them, go ahead and do it. But Allah says that Shaitan has no sultan over his servants, Allah's servants. So what happens? Tadakkaru, they remember. Right? And then, فَإِذَاهُمْ مُبْصِرُونَ And then they see, this is wrong, I can't do it. And then they stop, they turn away. That is lamam, going very close to committing a sin, and then turning away. So, إِلَّا lamam. In general, it's understandable that mistakes will happen. Isn't it? Because we're human beings. And human beings by nature are weak. وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفَ But when a person tries his best to avoid major sins, fawahish, and yes, he ends up committing lamam here and there, because he's human, he's weak, then what will happen? He will be forgiven. As Allah says in Surah Nisa, Ayah 31, that in تَجْتَنِبُوا كَبَائِرَ مَا تُنْهَوْنَ عَنْهُ نُكَفِّرْ عَنْكُمْ سَيِّئَاتِكُمْ If you avoid the major sins, then we will pardon you for your minor ones. In a hadith we learned that this ayah was recited and the Prophet ﷺ said, Your pardon, O Allah, is ample. For which one of your servants has not committed a lamam? Meaning every one of us commits lamam. And O Allah, your maghfirah is wasir. As Allah says, Inna rabbaka wasi'ul maghfirah. Indeed your Lord is vast in forgiveness. Because He can forgive all sins. Sometimes we don't forgive ourselves or we don't forgive other people. Right? We think that certain sins are major. If I were to ask you what are minor sins, you probably won't be able to come up with many because we think that every single sin is major. Right? You know, for example, zina is a major sin. But a minor sin is like kissing a non-mahram. Alright? 
You understand? See, see the shock on your face. Like, that's that's a minor sin. How could that be a minor sin? It is a minor sin because it's not as bad as zina. It is bad, no doubt. All right, but it's not as bad as a major sin. It's not as bad as zina. We are not vast in forgiveness. Who is it? The who is wasi' al maghfira? It is Allah. Inna Rabbaka wasi' al maghfira. Indeed, your Lord is vast in forgiveness. It doesn't mean that we should go on committing sins, but it means that we should put things in perspective. See, if Allah has categorized the sins, if He has told us that certain sins are more serious than others, and we should respect that. And not put all sins in one category. And if anybody commits a minor sin, even we say, oh, they're not Muslim anymore. إِنَّ رَبَّكَ وَاسِعُ الْمَغْفِرَةِ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِكُمْ He knew you best. إِذْ أَنْشَأَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ When He produced you from the earth. وَإِذْ أَنْتُمْ And when you were a jinnatun, fetuses, فِي بُطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ In the wombs of your mothers. A jinnatun, plural of janin. Janin is fetus. From jannah, that which is hidden. So a fetus is hidden in the womb. Allah knows your weaknesses. Look at how weak you are. You didn't even know yourself when you were produced from the earth, when you were in the wombs of your mothers. Allah knows you. He knows your weak points and your deficiencies and your weaknesses. فَلَا تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ So do not claim purity for yourselves. Do not claim to be pure. Because هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِمَنِ He is most knowing of the one who has taqwa. Allah knows. Because whenever the topic of sin comes, we start thinking about other people. Allah says, لَا تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ You have faults also. So do not تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ تُزَكُّوا from tazkiyah is to purify something. Now there's two ways of purifying something. We're not talking about cleaning the house. Okay, I think we do a lot of that anyway. We need to talk about you know, cleaning our internal Right? So there's two ways of cleaning our internal. And that is either through words or through actions. Through actions, like for example, person finds some fault in themselves, so they recite some Qur'an or they pray salah and they beg Allah for forgiveness. Now this is an action that will be a source of their purification. They go give sadaqah. This sadaqah will be inshallah a source of purification. So this tazkiyah was done through through amal, action. This tazkiyah is necessary Alright? There's another type of tazkiyah. Which is to say, oh, I don't do such and such anymore. I've never lied. I don't lie. I always pray on time. I pray with khushur. I'm very obedient to Allah. I'm very good with my parents. These are, basically you are purifying yourself, your character, how? Through your words. By how you're describing yourself. Allah says, لا تزكوا أنفسكم don't do that. Don't claim yourself to be pure. Does this mean that we can never say that we've done something good, even if we've done it? No, we can. What is meant is, don't show off. Don't show off. Don't display your deeds. Don't boast about them. Don't brag. Allah does not like that. Alright? This doesn't mean that we cannot tell other people about the good that we have done or the good that we are doing. We can, but never with the intention to show that we are very pure. Remember in Surah Al-Hujurat, Allah says, أَتُعَلِّمُونَ اللَّهَ بِدِينِكُمْ Are you telling Allah about your deen? He already knows what's inside of you, what your faith is like. 
And part of this is also to not describe oneself as very good and pious and righteous and holy and whatnot. Even when it comes to giving names right, or giving titles. You see, once there was a lady whose name was Barra. Alright? What does Barra mean? Hmm? Barra. Remember Bar? Bar, kind, generous, righteous. It's from Bir. Alright? Barra, very righteous. Nekbakht in Urdu. Alright? Sorry if you didn't get it. Those who got it, you can make the connection. The Prophet ﷺ changed her name. He said, لا تزكوا أنفسكم You don't need to call somebody Barra. Allah knows how pious somebody is. So they said, what name should we give her? And he said, name her Zainab. Alright? He changed her name. So, فلا تزكوا أنفسكم Because هو أعلم بمن اتقى أفرأيت Then have you seen الذي تولى The one who turned away وأعطى قليلا he turned away, meaning from the message, from the truth that Allah has revealed. And he gave قَلِيلًا a little, meaning he gave a little bit of charity. Or he did a little bit of good work. And then وَأَكْدَى And then he refrained. Akda from kaf dal ya. Kudya is basically earth that is hard as rock. Okay? You see, well digging. What does it require? The people start digging and they go deeper and deeper and deeper until they reach water. Now what happens as you're digging, sometimes there comes a point where the earth is so hard that you just can't dig anymore. You can't go any further. You can't go any deeper. This is akda. He stopped digging. Ikrimah said, أَعْطَى قَلِيلًا وَأَكْدَى well, It's like the case of a people who dig a well during the course of which they find a rock preventing them from completing their work. So they say, we're done. And they leave their work. Because you see, when you start something good, does it get hard? Does it get challenging? Especially towards the end, doesn't it? Like all of us know that inshallah the course is going to end in December. Inshallah. Right? Before the winter break. Inshallah. Bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. But what happens in the final months? We get tired, right? I know how you feel. I also feel the same way sometimes. It gets tiring. It gets exhausting. But... Allah says, أَفَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي تَوَلَّى وَأَعْطَى قَلِيلًا وَأَكْدَى He did a little. We think, oh, so much. So many tests. I wonder how many. But really, if you compare to the amount of tests you've taken in your life, or the amount of tests that should be taken if we are really studying the Qur'an, it's not a lot. I mean, really. وَأَكْدَى And then he stops. These The verses, it is said they were revealed concerning Walid ibn Mughira, who actually embraced Islam initially. And then what happened? His friend said to him, have you left the religion of your forefathers? And he said, I fear the punishment of Allah. So the man said, I will give you a lot of wealth. And if the punishment comes, don't worry. I got your back. I'll take it. So Walid actually left Islam. So he was contemplating, thinking about it. Allah says, أَعْطَى قَلِيلًا وَأَكْدَى And then he stopped. Now it happens many times. When we start something good, we start it with enthusiasm. But then as the ground gets harder, if we stop over there, we give up over there, remember whatever we have done so far will be wasted. It's like people who are trying to dig a well. They've gone so deep, and there comes a point where the 
mud is really hard or there's a huge rock and then they give up, they stop. If they stop, what good was all the effort that they've been putting until this point? Why did he stop? Allah says, أَعِنْدَهُ Was there with him عِلْمُ الْغَيْبِ The knowledge of the unseen فَهُوَ يَرَى So he sees. Did he see that there is no akhirah? Or that if there will be punishment, it can be transferred to somebody else? Or that whatever he has done is sufficient? Where did he get this idea from that he needs to stop? Am or lam yunabba' Was he not informed bima fi suhufi Musa Of that which was in the scriptures of Musa Suhuf plural of the word sahifa Does he not know about what Allah revealed to Musa alayhi salam Wa Ibrahim and also to Ibrahim Alladhi waffa The one who fulfilled Notice how Ibrahim alayhi salam is described Alladhi waffa He fulfilled he didn't stop digging when the rock came. He kept going and going. وَإِذِ بْتَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنَّ He fulfilled. What is it that Allah revealed to Musa alayhi salam and Ibrahim alayhi salam? أَلَّا That not تَزِرُ It will bear. وَازِرَةٌ A bearer of burden. وِزْرَ أُخْرَى The burden of another person. This is something that Allah has made clear from the very beginning. So if your friend comes and tells you they'll carry your sin for you, it's not going to happen. So the friend of Walid will not carry the burden of his sin. So don't leave obedience because of someone else. Because sometimes we stop doing something good. Why? Because of others. Remember, you are responsible for yourself. Can somebody else go and write your exam? Can they? Can somebody else write an assignment for you? And if you get caught, then what will happen? Allah taziru waziratun wizra ukhra. Does he not know that? Why did he stop? And does he not know that wa'an and that laysa lil insani, it is not for the human being, illa ma sa'a, except that which he strives for. A person will only get what he strives for. Ma sa'a. So what is important? The sa'i, the effort that we're putting in. Wa anna sa'yahu, and that indeed his sa'i, sawfa yura. It will be seen, it will be examined. What kind of effort was it? How much? How sincere? What do these ayat teach us? That if we want to get somewhere, we better work for it. Nobody else can do it for us. And if we want to get somewhere in the akhirah, we have to strive. Sa'i is necessary. It doesn't happen through amani. It doesn't happen through wishes. Allah says, لَهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ وَعَلَيْهَا مَا اكْتَسَبَتْ Because sometimes we stop doing good because we think we have done enough. Right? What do these ayat show to us? That if you're aiming for Jannah, if you're aiming for Allah's pleasure, then you've never done enough. You gotta keep going until the very end. Because what matters is the sa'i, the striving. Not the destination. Destination will come after death, not before death, not in your life. Can you get a, a permit for Jannah, a ticket to Jannah in your life? Can you? Can you? You can't. So then what is necessary? Sari until the very end. Thumma yujazahu. Then he will be recompensed for it. Meaning for that sari. Al-jaza al-awfa. The recompense that is al-awfa, the fullest, the most complete. وَأَنَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ الْمُنْتَهَىٰ and does he not know? This is all connected with the previous verse. That does he not know what Allah revealed to Musa in the suhuf and to Ibrahim in the suhuf? وَأَنَّ إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ الْمُنْتَهَىٰ And that indeed to your Lord is the muntaha. Muntaha, the finality. 
Meaning there's no running away from Allah. وَأَنَّهُ And that indeed He, Huwa He is the one who أَضْحَكَ Who makes to laugh وَأَبْكَ And He causes to weep. Meaning He is the one who creates such events in your life which make you laugh and certain other events that make you weep. وَأَنَّهُ And that indeed He, Huwa أَمَاتَ He is the one who causes death. وَأَحْيَا And He is the one who gives life. الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةِ وَأَنَّهُ And that indeed He خَلَقَ الزَّوْجَيْنِ He has created the two mates. Which two mates? الذكر, the male, والأنثى, and the female. He is the creator of all. How did He create the man and the woman? مِن نُطْفَةٍ From a sperm drop. إِذَا تُمْنَا When it is emitted. ميم نُونِيَا Something that is emitted, shed. وَأَنَّ عَلَيْهِ And that indeed upon him, meaning incumbent on him, it is his promise. النَّشْأَةَ الْأُخْرَى النَّشْأَةَ The creation. نَشَأَ أَنْشَأَكُمْ Right? نُونْ شِينْ hamza To produce. So upon him is the promise to bring about the أُخْرَى The other نَشْأَ The second, the next creation. Meaning, resurrection. It is his promise. He will recreate you. So where can you escape? How can you run away? How can you not strive towards Him? How can you stop going towards Him? وَأَنَّهُ And that indeed He هُوَ أَغْنَى He is the one who enriches. From غَنِي He makes rich. وَأَقْنَى And He suffices. إِقْنَى قَافْ نُونِيَا Is basically رِضَى Happiness. Ibn Abbas who said this means أَرْضَى that he gives satisfaction with what he gave. He gives wealth and he also gives satisfaction. وَأَنَّهُ And that indeed he, هُوَ رَبُّ الشِّعْرَى He is the Lord of الشِّعْرَى الشِّعْرَى is a star. Star. It's a particular star. Sirius or S-I-R-I-U-S if I'm not pronouncing it correct. According to NASA, it's the brightest star in the night sky and it's over 20 times brighter than the sun. And over twice as massive. And it's 8.7 light years away. Allah says, He is the Lord of Ash-Shi'ra. You're amazed by the Shi'ra? Be more amazed by the Lord of the Shi'ra. وَأَنَّهُ And that indeed He, Allah is the one who ahlaka. He destroyed Adan, the people of Ad. Which people of Ad? Al-Ula, the first ones, ancient ones. وَثَمُودَ And also Samud He destroyed them فَمَا not أَبْقَى He spared أَبْقَى To let someone remain He didn't spare even a single one from them وَقَوْمَ نُوحٍ مِّن قَبْلُ And also he destroyed the people of Nuh before Meaning before Ad and Samud And who were the people of Nuh? إِنَّهُمْ Indeed they كَانُوا They were هُمْ They أَظْلَمَ More ظالم وَأَطْغَى and مُرْطَاغِي They were more unjust and more oppressive compared to who? Ad and Samud. How were they more zalim and more taghi? Because Nuh salam lived amongst them for 950 years. وَالْمُؤْتَفِكَةَ And the overturned towns. Mu'tafika, Hamza Fakaf. Remember to turn something away from its original direction. And it refers to the cities where Lut salam was sent. And they're called Mu'tafika because they were turned upside down when they were punished, capsized. So Mu'tafikata, Ahwa, He hurled them down. Allah threw them down. Faghashaha, and as they were thrown down, Faghashaha, so it covered it. Those cities, they were covered. 
They were covered by what? مَا That which covered. So frightening it is. You see, the description is purposely left vague in order to inspire terror. And what is it that covered them? A shower of stones. Allah says, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكَ Then which of the blessings of your Lord تَتَمَارَى Will you all doubt? Or will you argue about? Don't you see these blessings of your Lord? He makes you laugh, He makes you cry. He is the one who gives you wealth and He gives you satisfaction. He is the one who created you. He is the Lord of the stars, the biggest stars. And He is the one who caused the destruction of these previous deniers. Which favors of your Lord will you tatamara from imtira, mimraya, midya doubt, imtira to argue? In other words, why do you doubt the blessings of Allah and not believe that He is the one who gave you all of this? Why do you not surrender to Him? هذا نذير This is a warner Meaning this messenger Sallallahu alayhi wasallam Your sahib He is a warner من النذر From the warners Plural of nadir Al-ula The former ones Meaning just as Allah sent previous warners He has also sent Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wasallam As a warner And he has come and given the warning And realize O oh people That azifat It is approaching Al-azifah The approaching one Azifat, azifa, hamza zaifa. Azf is when there is little time left. In our case, no time left. But azf is when there is little time left, lack of time, constriction in time. And what does that mean? The end is near. So azifatil azifa, the approaching day has approached. The hour is not far. It's very near. Laysalaha, there is not for it mindunillah besides Allah kashifa, any remover. Kafshin fa kashf is to unveil, unveil something, and what it means here is that no one can bring it about besides Allah. No one can unveil it, as in bring it about, because the knowledge of the hour is with who? With who? Only Allah. Did Jibril know? Does Jibril know? No. Anyone else but Allah? No. Only Allah knows when the hour will be. So who will bring it about? Only Allah. لَيْسَ لَهَا مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ كَاشِفَةً A what? Fa then. Min from. هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ This statement. تَعْجَبُونَ You wonder? Are you amazed? You wonder at this speech? Meaning the Qur'an. As in Surah Qaf, Ayah 2, Allah says, فَقَالَ الْكَافِرُونَ هَذَا شَيْءٌ عَجِيبٌ وَتَضْحَكُونَ And you laugh. In sarcasm. In derision. In mockery. And you do not weep If you really pay attention to this Qur'an It will make you cry But look at your state, O oh people You are in a state of such heedlessness That you keep laughing at the messenger And you are proudly sporting Samidun, plural of Samid And Samid means mu'rid Seen meme dal To turn away It's basically samud is to Proudly raise one's neck To jerk one's head in contempt Samidun, look at you. You're so careless, so heedless. You don't, you don't care. You don't pay any attention. Sumud is also used for music and singing, for entertaining oneself. Such a serious matter. Your life is so precious. You have limited amount of time. The hereafter is so serious and look at you, wasting your time, singing and dancing. Playing in this world as if you have no worries. What are you doing? Fasjudu. 
Stop all this sumud and fasjudu. So prostrate lillahi to Allah. Wa'budu and worship. Worship who? Worship Allah. And as the Prophet ﷺ recited the surah, these verses, in an open gathering near the Kaaba in Mecca, what happened? Every single person fell in sajda, except one man, Umayyah bin Khalaf. It is said that even he could not help it. But what he did was that he took a handful of stones or mat that was in front of him and he put it on his forehead and he said, this is sufficient for me. Meaning, even though I cannot resist the urge to prostrate because this is so overpowering, I will not agree with Muhammad wasallam. If he is reciting fasjudu, I'm not going to do it. But yes, what he's saying is so powerful, I cannot avoid it, I'll just take some stones and stuff and I will put it on my head. That's the maximum I will do. And Ibn Mas'ud who said that later on, I saw this man killed as a non-believer. He refused to prostrate to Allah. وَالنَّجْمِ إِذَا هَوَى What are we going to do? Are we going to surrender before Allah with our mind, with our lives, with our intellect? Or are we going to stand proud? Samidun. We listen to the recitation. وَلِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ لِيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا بِمَا عَمِلُوا وَيَجْزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا بِالْحُسْنَى الَّذِينَ يَجْتَنِبُونَ كَبَائِرَ الْإِثْمِ وَالْفَوَاحِشَ إِلَّا اللَّمَمْ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ وَاسِعُ الْمَغْفِرَةِ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِكُمْ إِذْ أَنْشَأَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ وَإِذْ أَنْتُمْ أَجِنَّةٌ فِي بُطُونِ أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ فَلَا تُزَكُّوا أَنْفُسَكُمْ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِمَنِ اتَّقَى أَفَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي تَوَلَّى وَأَعْطَى قَلِيلًا وَأَكْدَى أَعِنْدَهُ عِلْمُ الْغَيْبِ فَهُوَ يَرَى أَمْ لَمْ يُنَبَّأْ بِمَا فِي صُحُفِ مُوسَى وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ الَّذِي وَفَّى أَلَّا تَزِرْ وَازِرَةٌ وِزْرَ أُخْرَى وَأَن لَّيْسَ لِلْإِنسَانِ إِلَّا مَا سَعَى وَأَنَّ سَعْيَهُ سَوْفَ يُرَى ثُمَّ يُجْزَاهُ الْجَزَاءَ الْأَوْفَى وَأَنَّ إِلَى رَبِّكَ الْمُنْتَهَى وَأَنَّهُ هُوَ أَضْحَكَ وَأَبْكَى وَأَنَّهُ هُوَ أَمَاتَ وَأَحْيَا وَأَنَّهُ خَلَقَ الزَّوْجَيْنِ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَى مِنْ نُطْفَةٍ إِذَا تُمْنَى وَأَنَّ عَلَيْهِ النَّشْأَةَ الْأُخْرَى وَأَنَّهُ هُوَ أَغْنَى وَأَقْنَى وَأَنَّهُ هُوَ رَبُّ الشِّعْرَى وَأَنَّهُ أَهْلَكَ عَادًا الْأُولَى وَثَمُودَ فَمَا أَبْقَى 
ഇലൈക്ക് അസ്സാമ വരമത്തുള്ള